Hello, you beautiful person right there. I welcome you again to my home and I seriously missed you. Today, it's uh, midnight 59. So it's almost 1 a.m. here near the Mediterranean Sea. And I'm here sitting on my desk to talk to you today about something very important, which is the ultimate influence and persuasion formula, S plus E plus N. But before we begin, I just wanted to share with you a celebration. I'm a huge fragrance fan. I love perfumes. I have a small collection. It's not like a big deal. But just recently I got a perfume that I really love, which is Stronger With You Intensely. It's so delicious. It's from Emporio Armani. Oh my God, it, it smells like the tastiest chestnut dessert you can ever imagine. It's uh, now my favorite with Diorom Intense which to me tastes like in the beginning it's lipsticky and not so good but within 30 minutes it becomes this flavor of honey and cacao that's so elegant. I just love this stuff. I just wanted to share with you my joy and I look forward to my next purchase which probably would be Prada Luna Rosa Black but that's for another day. Today, let's talk about this episode, which is very important. Most people fail miserably at influencing and persuading others. It's really sad to see. This terribly limits their lives because they'll be facing failure after failure and rejection after rejection. It's like, imagine this trying to play a game without knowing any of the rules, just doing some random stuff. How much success do you think that person will have? They will be lost, doing everything wrong, blind to all the rules that they have not been told. Today, in this episode, you have a proven formula that you can use repeatedly P plus S plus E plus N. I don't know why I say P. It's S plus E plus N is at the core of all influence and persuasion, especially what works is in this new decade in the 2020s. Whether you're marketing your products and services, growing your business, giving a pitch, or a presentation at a boardroom, or even at home, persuading your kids to tidy up their room, or your spouse to save your relationship. Know this, everyone is in the business of influence and persuasion. At any time, when you're asking another person for a yes, or you want someone to do something, you're influencing and persuading them. 
So during this session, let alone let go of any outdated and wrong notions that persuasion and influence is manipulation. We'll talk about why this is very ethical, even if it's very, very effective. So you're influencing and persuading every day. The question is whether you'll do it right or very, very wrong. Because when you do it right, the other person will actually enjoy the process. They, they will enjoy the act of being influenced and persuaded. And I like you, I'd like you to think of people shopping, especially women. Don't they love to shop? People don't like to be pressured. No, no, no. But shopping, buying, and doing this process of influence and persuasion we'll talk about is very gratifying and pleasurable. It's totally warm, ethical, and effective, and the result for you will be a life where things go your way, where people buy your products actually, where they're convinced of your opinions, where your ideas spread, your important ideas, where your reputation grows positively. And best of all, you'll build the true self-esteem that comes from being an effective human being. Because when you wake up and notice that you're doing something competently, that over time builds in you a type of self-esteem and self-love and self-respect that cannot be gotten in, gotten in any other way. So, because nobody is born with the manual, manual of how to succeed as a human being, every little advantage you discover counts. And this episode will give you a part of the manual to be in a human being. It will give you the influence and persuasion formula that will be your very best advantage to succeed in life. And let me remind you of why this whole story bonding podcast exists, because it's timely and it's very, very critical that you pay attention to this today. Most marketers and business owners are using marketing that is easy to copy. It has no real uniqueness. What's worse is that the upcoming domination of AI marketing will drive them all out of business. What they think today is a competitive advantage will be easily cloned by AI algorithms. AI will do it faster, better and cheaper. And that will be a catastrophic and sad day indeed that I wish to Please share this podcast for this reason, so that as many people can be aware, be prepared, protected, and ready, and won't get like a deer in a headlight when the AI will take over and suck up the profits from so many niches that small, normal, everyday people, people who aren't those big-time superstars, but who are normal like you and me, if we're not ready and protected, we will suffer. 
So this podcast is about getting you protected and ready. It's about the type of marketing that AI, artificial intelligence, cannot beat. It's about developing a true competitive advantage that nobody can copy. Story bonding marketing. Because with story bonding marketing, you'll be able to connect to the souls of your audience, to create deep bonds with them, to become family. And nobody lets their family go. You know, they will have loyalty. It's marketing based on the human touch that will make you a welcome guest at the homes of every one of your prospects. In this podcast, I always come to you with new episodes that present to you simple structures, correct mindsets, and unexpected and little heard of techniques that will make you a story bonding expert. Then you can have true peace of mind. You'll know that your business is safe that your life will be okay, that you will grow and thrive no matter what, that even when most other online marketers will get wiped out by the upcoming AI explosion, you will not only survive, but be a leader then that people will wish to learn from and follow because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. So let's talk about the problem that happens when people don't have a system that is simple, so they can always use it even on the fly, and that is effective to persuade and influence. Most people don't have a formula to do influence and persuasion right. They're like a blind player in a football game that doesn't even realize it's a football game. They'll be standing in place when everybody's playing. They'll run the wrong way and they have no hope of scoring beyond really limited luck. Don't be that person. Also, there is this bad belief Many people view persuasion and influence as manipulation. So they don't even give it the attention it deserves. They don't learn it. And then they leave the door open for manipulators to win at life. No, this is not acceptable. What I'm about is about giving good people superior technologies so that they will compete effectively in the marketplace and don't leave it the field open for manipulators because good people think it's um, shameful to persuade. No, it's good and you will learn how and why. So people don't have a simple formula to persuade and influence. Then they wonder why they find it so hard to sell, so hard to convince others, so hard to get their way. They're limiting their own lives and their own success. But with the right influence formula, things are totally different. It's like using the right grammar and syntax you'll know you're speaking correctly and with the formula, 
you know that you're doing the right steps to persuading anybody of anything. So we said that the formula is S plus E plus N. Then what's the first part of this formula S? S is similarity. And there are two important facets to this, two elements. The first is realizing that like attracts like. Human beings are born with a huge in-group versus out-group bias. It's ingrained in our DNA and was a critical factor in our evolutionary survival. So it's super strong. It's a survival mechanism. It's not a light or learned thing. And when you discover similarity with somebody else or you created, you instantly trigger an in-group bias with your audience or the other person. Which means, for example, when you're given a presentation and you're on stage, or when you're having a conversation, the more that people discover things that you have in common with them, the more they feel closer to you, connected and bonded, because this in-group biases bias will trigger immediately based on the heuristic of similarity. But even more powerful, what you should aim for is uncommon commonalities. The more quirky and unusual are the things you have that you find in common with somebody, the more the other person will feel that you're uniquely and rarely similar, which leads to a huge boost in similarity. For example, you might discover that you and another person like to drink coffee in the morning. That's good. That's all right. But it's not what we're looking for. If what we're looking for is um, a, a unique niche brand that very people use that you both drink, or you both grew up drinking coffee every uh, summer on the Italian beach while you both met in California or anything like that, that's uncommon and that builds the right type of in-group bias that we want to get the persuasion results. If not, have at least three to five common commonalities if you can't find any uncommon ones and consider this step ticked off. So similarity creates an instant special con uh, connection and relationship. And this, this concept, this understanding is a bedrock of all true persuasion in the 2020s where relationships are and became the foundation for doing business. It's also the foundational principle of story bonding marketing. Now on to the second element and true understanding you need to grasp similarity. You don't always need commonalities for similarity, although it helps in most occasions. There is another thing which is similarity to their archetypal imprint of power. What does this mean? It means people have in their minds some archetypes 
that they automatically obey and follow. For example, if a doctor comes to a patient and they tell them, go buy this medicine and take three pills a day and go. They don't need to persuade them. They don't need to NLP them. They don't need to talk about their childhood or the brand of coffee they use. The doctor embodies an archetype that that person obeys. So they will have similarity to the imprint the person has in their mind. Another imprint that people have and they obey automatically is policemen. If a policeman tells a person to step out of the car, they step out of the car. They don't need commonality to have this similarity piece because those are archetypes people are trained to obey. You can use this to build similarity in your persuasion efforts by adding as many of the symbols of the power people are used to obeying into your marketing and into yourself. Example is wearing a suit versus wearing a t-shirt and shorts. But hey, you can go the commonality way and that's a, a very, very good approach, which I find to be more and more useful in a day and age where people are trying to resist authority more and more. And what's the second element, E? E is emotions, and please pay attention, careful attention to this. First, what are emotions and where do they come from? Without going into the biological and biochemistry and all that stuff, emotions come from the subconscious. They don't come from the conscious mind. They don't really get triggered consciously. What does this mean? That means that when an emotion is active, the subconscious is active and triggered as well, which leads you to this understanding that anything that triggers emotions is a form of hypnosis. It's hypnotic. It's a type of trance. The news, when it scares us with doom and gloom, it's hypnotizing us. The teacher, when the people, the students are focused and they feel insights in their brains when he's explaining, or even like the marketing guru, when he cre creates insights, that's a form of hypnosis. The movie that fills the viewers with enchanting emotions and suspense and curiosity and intrigue, that's hypnosis. What does that mean? Is hypnosis a bad thing? You can use any word for it. What It only means that when people get their emotions triggered, they become more responsive to taking action and to making changes and making decisions and choices. It's a very benign, positive, good thing. Although, yes, when the news is scaring people doom and gloom, what happens is they view 
that being scared and protecting themselves and being cautious is the positive move to make. It's not negative in itself, although it's used for manipulation, which is why I say don't leave the field open for manipulators to enjoy all the spoils and riches. Be the person who positively adds value to people's lives and uses persuasion to encourage them to take action that's good for them. And you will know later why it's so difficult for people to take action on their own. They need you. So to persuade, you have to be in the business of delivering emotions because emotions increase responsiveness. You can actually work with negative emotions like scaring people or uh, making them sad or whatever, but you don't need to. It's useful in some instances because it focuses people's attention. And if people are distracted, they will not hear the good message that you have. I have nothing against it, but it's not it's not necessary in each and every case. You can trigger positive happy emotions all day and get the results you want. Although if it's in print, which is not as effective as in person, it can be very useful to go negative first. And the more emotions you get people you to feel and the more variety of emotions, so it's not one that if it's one, it loses its sense of, it loses dopamine, which is there is a adaptation that happens where if you stay in one emotion, it's not as exciting. So variety keeps the emotions building. And an important point other than that emotions increase responsiveness. Emotions also make mean people are investing in the process and in the outcome. This is subtle, but very important. The IKEA effect, it happens when people invest effort into something, then they will value it more and they feel they already own it and they have to have it. So they're more likely to buy it. And Effort and investment is not, is not just time or money. Emotions is a huge investment. When you get people to feel a variety of emotions and a depth of emotions, they will feel like they, they're owning the process. They're participating by being emotionally involved in the process. That's why when people watch a good movie, they didn't do anything, but they feel like they lived the story and they root for the main character because their emotions was their investment. This is also why people buy based on emotion than justify with logic. Because without emotion, they feel a distance to your product or service or the decision. They feel like, um, an objective observant of it, which means that they will not really be invested. They'll be critical, much more critical of it than if they felt emotions. But oh, if they feel emotions, 
then they feel they've invested effort or as the poker players say their pot committed some ways you can trigger emotions onto people are stories of course they're very powerful and ancient way to do that uh, using unusual images and headlines that grab people's attention is a very good way too insights that you create for them are emotional feelings believe it or not because they're different from logical thinking when it's different from logical thinking that's emotion anything also anything you get people to imagine that triggers in them some type of emotion is a great way to get them emotionally invested that was e the second element of sen similarity emotions and n is next step so similarity was about you that you're similar to them emotions is about them something happening inside them next step is about the relation or the interaction between you and them is about taking the energy that the emotion triggered and giving it a direction a nudge so that it doesn't stay in inertia and as you know uh, an object that is in inertia will tend to stay in inertia unless acted on by an external force and next step is you being the external force that takes the power generated by the emotions and turn it into movement and momentum so think about it this way emotion is like fire it's dangerous and uh, the subconscious knows this so if emotions are triggered just out of context people feel threatened emotion is real energy that can be channeled toward the outcome you want that's why you know uh, you have so many motivational speakers that get people riled up and then people go out and for a day or two they're acting 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 because they have that fire that was triggered into, onto them by the emotional uh, the motivational speaker so with similarity you're giving people a special feeling the feeling of safety that we're similar body we're in groups you're totally safe with me and mean it too don't be a manipulative evil person you don't need that to succeed you can care about the person and truly give them protection and safety and understand that you can be a good person yet use the rules of the game the rules that you need to follow in order to succeed because it's not smart to be a good person yet not follow the rules of the game you're uh, playing it just comes from a very good place from a positive healthy place of goodwill so with similarity when they feel safe it's time to move to the next step and light the fire of emotions if people don't feel safe with you they'll keep their emotions in check 
because subconsciously they realize that emotion can lead them to take action, to make a decision, to create a change. And objections in selling is more often than not rooted in a fear, this fear that they're not safe with you. If they felt safe, they would not object to what you're saying. So they feel safe, the emotions are triggered, the fire is burning. But if you don't give that fire a conduit to go through, it will just die down and dissipate and all your efforts will go to waste. It doesn't stay because emotionally, being emotionally charged is uncomfortable for people. So they need a step, an action to do. And they will want to do it because at some level, the sensation of being emotionally charged and then discharging that emotion feels very good. So always offer them a next step that leads them closer to the outcome, result and decision you want. That step will be proportional to how much emotion you have filled them with. If you made them totally excited and like jumping up and down, you can take them to escalate a mountain with you right away. If the emotion is mild, then what you do is you give them a mild step and then build emotions again. The next time, because they took a step, they trust you more. And therefore, by definition, because nothing happened after the small step, it was positive and a good experience. They will let you charge them with more energy and then you give them a bit of a bigger step until you take them to the biggest step of all, which is whatever the outcome you truly want. And remember, S, similarity, plus E, emotions, plus N, next step are all necessary. This is the core foundational formula of all persuasion. Any course or book you'll come across, if you analyze it and sit down, you will find that this is the core of it all. And know something that making a decision, even if it's a fantastic decision, is the most difficult thing a human being can do. Humans hate the unknown. They hate change. And any decision or new action, by definition, is a change. So you're doing them a very good favor by using P plus E plus N. When you build energy, you give them the fire that will overcome their human um, their human drive to not make any decision. Humans are made to live automatically where each day repeats the day before so that they conserve energy and so that they stay within their comfort zone of what is known to them, even if they're not happy because comfort zones are safe. And any decision that's outside is by definition any decision that is new is by definition outside their comfort zone and it can lead them of course that's what we want to a very good and positive place but even if it is their brain will fight them every step of the way
the only way for you to lead them to make this good decision is to fill them with energy, with emotion. The emotion will give them the temporary suspension of belief, as the movie creators say, that will get them to make that decision and begin the change that will build its own momentum until it becomes a known and therefore easy to do, not something outside of their comfort zone. Because if not, then they will go back to their default, which is convincing themselves to stop and to not make the decision, no matter how logically positive they know it is. So understand this and I will simplify it very, very well. Human beings are not created to make decisions that are new. They're not made to change their lives. They're not made to improve and go to the next level. Unless something happened that is so catastrophic or they reached rock bottom where the only solution is to leave their comfort zone. But if not, they stay in it. And any opportunity that comes their way for a positive change, they will find excuses and reasons that it's not right and to stop that change. The only way for you to help them make that decision because they cannot do it on their own. They are themselves. They know themselves too well. Their brain and mind knows all their tricks and will counteract it and sabotage it. Your role is to come, is to first make them feel safe through similarity and then charge them with energy by charging them with emotions and then using that to take them towards the next steps that make the decision already begin to happen. And when they see themselves taking the first steps, then that decision and choice is made and it becomes easier and easier to do rather than go back to their old ways that did not serve them because they begin to see some positives and at least they will believe more in themselves that it's possible because they took a step or two or even before that a step or two to get them closer to signing the contract with you or buying which is very good so some people might wonder oh is it so simple just p plus Uh, No, S plus E plus, and why do I say P? Maybe I should change it to P. (laughs) Anyway, no, it's similarity. What is P? What could it be? Personality, yes. P could be because that's a, a foundational element of story bonding is using your personality in marketing by sharing your uncommon commonalities which will attract people who have similar uncommon or commonalities to you. And that's how you attract people. I have a whole episode on it, which is about attracting clients and also the one about choosing a niche. I think they're episode five and six. So, yes, I'm here to say that as which is similarity, or P, which is personality, plus E, emotions, plus N, next step, 
is everything you need. And think about it not as like, I do one thing that is similarity and then trigger one or two emotions and then one next action. Think of it as more three buckets that you're filling, but you cannot fill them. There is no such thing as too much as long as they're balanced. What do I mean? Of course, if you don't have similarity and you feel emotion, people get scared. Or if you don't have emotion, you have similarity, no emotion, and ask people for take actions, they won't do. You'll be begging and pleading. But as long as you keep filling the three, the more you fill the three, the more you can fill them. It's like they expand with use. So increase similarity all the time. Yes, it's the first step when you do it sequentially, but keep going back to it because the more similarity, the more people will go deeper into the emotions you make them feel. And the deeper they go into the emotions, the more, uh, the bigger the actions they will be willing to take. And interestingly, the more actions they take, the more it's a shared similarity, a shared experience. So action, when they take it, will give them the feeling of similarity, which restarts and increases the whole process. So you build similarity, which allows you to fill them with emotions, which allows you to get them to take an action, which fills them with similarity if it was a good action that resulted in no bad thing, even if it's a small action. That increases similarity with you. And then you fill similarity even more, increase emotions deeper, which they will go deeper because you have similarity, which means they will take bigger actions and you go in this virtuous cycle of persuasion higher and higher and higher and higher into bigger and bigger goals. And that's it. It's beautiful and it feels very good to the person. People enjoy emotions. They enjoy releasing emotions through action and they enjoy feeling and finding somebody who is similar to them. So it's good on all levels. Now let's talk about some mistakes that people might commit and that will make S plus E plus N not work. Mistake one is being a sleazy, evil manipulator. A long time ago, in the old days, people were more trusting. You could have been a, a sleazy, evil manipulator and gotten away with it. But nowadays, in the era of authenticity, and especially in the coming years, people can feel your vibe. And if it's an evil, hidden agenda vibe, it will trigger alarm bells in their minds. So you can't even, like, you could, okay, you could because there are people who cannot say no, who are not able to resist. So most of those sleazy evil manipulators will gravitate anyway towards high pressure selling. But to use this uh, similarity plus emotion plus next step, well, on mass scale, 
have the other person's best interest at heart. That's what matters. So don't make that mistake. The second mistake is no personal benefit. You can't really do this if it's not win-win. Because a big part of triggering emotions is telling and letting the other person imagine what's in it for them. You know, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me. If you don't give people a clear benefit to them doing what you want, they will stop themselves from reaching the highs of emotion needed to go through enough of the next steps to take a big next step. It's a safety mechanism because otherwise, if you thought that people could just come do make anybody do anything that is negative for them, just like that, yes, some personalities, some people are totally unable to say no, and therefore they can be persuaded to do things that are bad for them. But 99% of people, you need to have a benefit, a clear benefit that they value in place. The third mistake is not using the whole formula in order. So first, either find commonalities with them, especially uncommon commonalities, or embody an archetype that they find an archetype of authority. That's step one. Step two is trigger all kinds of emotions in them, a cocktail of emotions, a variety of emotions, including the personal benefits that they will get. Third, when their emotions are high, offer them a next step and get them. And this next step will get them closer to the personal benefit they want and also closer to the goal you want. Because, you know, you get what you want out of life as long as you give other people the possibility to get what they want out of life. That's how the world works. And do this over and over, increasing the next step, um, the next step, the emotions, the similarity level at each cycle until they make a decision and beyond. You're helping them. You're making it easier for them to make a decision, which is the hardest thing a human being can do. An example, I was looking at an Apple ad for an iPhone, and I can tell you how it's using S plus E plus N. Similarity, the sleek design on that ad is one of the elements that appeal to the subconscious archetype identity of the creative. So that archetypal identity get, is triggered when people look at that ad, which resonates and creates similarity. We didn't talk about archetypal identities in this podcast so far. It's a bit advanced. Maybe in a future episode, we'll talk about it. So that was S, the archetypal identity of the creative triggered by the sleek design, emotion. People will directly, when that is triggered uh, in them, will think, oh man, 
other creatives will think I'm so cool and I will be accepted into their group. I'll have a community of cool people and they'll imagine themselves using that phone with people, looking at them and asking them questions, getting at, getting them attention and recognition, which people love. Then the emotion is triggered and anger is the price, which is an implied next step that lets them know they can buy it now. And the emotion, since Apple does this repeatedly using S plus E plus N, each time the emotion, the, the person is exposed, this is important. I'll talk about it in general too. You know, there is this uh, concept in marketing that people need uh, a repetition of an ad in order to take action on it. So some people say it's eight times, which I think maybe is too little, depending on how urgent their need is. Uh, some others say 21 times, others say 27 times. Either way, each time there is a bit of similarity that is triggered, and then the emotion is triggered at the level of the similarity, and then it's, it, it's not enough to take the next step. The second time they listen there or the next time they will look at the ad more, a bit more similarity will be created, which allows them to go a bit deeper into the emotion. But still, it's not enough to take that next action. And third time, more similarity, which gets them deeper into the emotion. But it's still not enough for the next step. With each exposure, uh, there is, of course, the mere exposure effect or familiarity, which is the similarity part of the formula. And so they feel safer with the ad and allow themselves to think about it, for their emotions to wander and until they reach a point where they have built so many repetitions of this cycle, and so much emotion that it's strong enough for them to take the next step for the ad, whatever it is. And so I wish you to use this. Don't sell or pressure or try to pitch a bond, story bond, and S plus E plus N with people and your ads and, and everything you do. Because you're building similarity, which is human bonds, and emotions, which is shared emotional experience, which imprints you in the minds of the people, that's human bonds. And next is an actual real life shared experience of taking an action that you caused or that you take together, which is human bonds, because human bonds are and will always be the only lasting competitive advantage. And now, to my next step, which is if you are if this sounds interesting to you and you have any questions or you'd like to have mentorship or consulting in the story bonding methodology in your business, then send me an email today to mentor at storybonding.com. M-E-N-T-O-R 
at storybonding.com. I look forward to hearing from you and use this, really. You're already persuading and influencing people, whether you know it or not, or whether you're doing it well or not. So don't keep doing it in ineffective ways or complicated ways. S plus E plus N, you can think about it, even talking to your neighbor in a conversation. That's what I focus on with like the X squared, S X squared, simple story structure and things like that you can use on the fly. They're not so complicated. They will be left in some paper or notebook somewhere that you will never reach for. Remember, similarity plus emotion plus next step. Do it. Don't leave the effective technologies and ways for shameless manipulators. It's time for good people to succeed. It's time for you to succeed as a good person more than the manipulator and take the whole field, fill the whole market with good people who are using and doing things right. And then you can get those things you want out of life easier so that people will follow you because you're using S plus E plus N to lead them. That's what persuasion and influence it truly is. It's leadership. And people will trust you more because you're using S plus E plus N, which means you're behaving as a leader, doing exactly what leaders do. If you wonder what leadership is, it's building similarity, triggering emotions, and then giving people a vision, which is the next step. That's it. You are being a visionary uh, leader right now. I congratulate you on that. And this is how you motivate people, how you lead them, how you persuade and influence them. Although this is external, ex extens external um, motivation, it's not the intrinsic kind, it's not, which is different, that's about finding the right people, but it's complicated. <laughs> so this is if you want to actively motivate and lead people rather than let them lead themselves, use S plus E plus N and not all personalities of people are able actually most people look for a leader they don't take leadership from that for themselves which is okay be a good leader be a good person who leads them to the right place because their mind is not going to allow them to lead themselves out of their comfort zone easily they need to borrow your strength to get out of their comfort zone into a better place before they can become their own leaders. It's okay. They need to crawl before they walk. It's fine. With this, you'll have the power to control your life, to get the results you want. And when you succeed, a lot more of the successful people will seek you and want to be with you so that you'll hang around people you admire. Their success will rub off on you and you'll effortlessly become more and more of the person you wish to be. 
the person you respect when you look in the mirror and understand that S plus E plus N is something that will be difficult for artificial intelligence to do as well as you do. Because, because yes, similarity, how are you similar to artificial intelligence? Unless you fake it, it will use all different persuasion mechanisms, but they're not as elegant and as simple as this one. Emotion, your humanity triggers more emotions into people, although yes, uh, AI could use some formulas and images to trigger emotions. It's not as dumb, but we can do it in the human authentic way. And N, well, everybody will want the next step. So uh, that's not just for us, but the whole formula here works elegantly to elevate your persuasion in cyclical, in cyclical manners to the next level and beyond over and over and over and again, higher and higher and higher success for you. The world needs you to do this. People's default mode of operation is to not make any decisions, which means when they're pushed into action, it's already too late. The, there is a catastrophe or their situation became so bad and dire that they have no choice but to act. But you'll be guiding people to what's in their own best interest in the most effective ways thanks to S plus E plus N getting them to begin fixing their problems way before they become catastrophes. You are helping people to be proactive. The way the world works now is people procrastinate. They postpone. They delay until they're so deep in the problem that it's actually beyond repair. It can't be solved anymore. There is no solution. Then they rush to find a solution. And it doesn't work because the situation became hopeless. And then they blame it on all marketers as scammers and get disappointment after disappointment. I mean, yes, scammers do exist. But why are so many people in the market uh, saying, oh, I've tried all these products and nothing worked for me? Because what happens? OK, two things. People don't even spend enough time implementing to even see the benefit. But also in many situations, there's, there, they arrived into a situation that's so bad because they delayed and postponed that it can't wait any longer and they can't solve it fast enough. It's already too late. And that's sad. You'll be helping people to begin fixing problems because before they affect their lives and families in ways that will be too sad and bad. When you take control and actively persuade and influence with S plus E plus N, you'll get them to fix things when it's possible to fix them so that their lives will be better, change will be possible, and you'll be creating a better wor world. People will remember you 
as the person who changed their lives and there is no bigger honor than that. And you've listened so far. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your time. It's my honor to spend time with you and to welcome you to my home. And I want to say anything that you're thinking of doing but haven't begun, begin now. Tomorrow is too late. It's another day of your life and we all have very, very few days. I heard somebody say that all we have is 20,000 days or so in our life and half of them or whatever are spent in childhood and spent in adolescence and sleeping so many hours in the day that what's left is too precious to waste. Do something, even if small. Use what you've learned here to persuade yourself, which is take a small action. If you're writing a book, write one sentence. You're beginning to build a momentum, and momentum is how things are created, not by jumping into the cold end of the pool or going cold turkey. It's by writing a sentence today, two sentences tomorrow, three sentences on the third day, or if you're trying to change something in your business, to move into a world like story bonding, where business doesn't feel like a shore, where you feel you're like you're connecting and communicating with people who understand you, who love you for who you are, who you can be open with them with your about your struggles and difficulties. And I do work with my clients a lot about letting go of the need to hide behind walls. It's a very freeing thing when it comes to content creation to know that being yourself is what will get you the results you want. So begin today. The world needs you. The world is waiting to hear your voice loud and clear. Never, ever, ever allow yourself to die with your full song unexpressed and not sinking into the world. Thank you. I appreciate you. I believe in you. And I look forward to all the great, exciting things and all the emotional growth that you will undergo and all the people you help, you'll help and the lives you will impact. Have a great day, night, weekend, week, wherever you are right now.